0: Welcome to the Bold Brush Podcast, where we believe that fortune favors the bold brush. My name is Laura Arangel Bayer, and I'm your host. This is a special guest episode by Todd Casey interviewing New Wave all about their product, their story, and how it all got started. So enjoy the rest of this guest episode and hear all about New Wave. And if you want to check out New Wave's products, please go to the link in the show notes to see their website, their Instagram, and be amazed by their beautiful. Family-owned company.
1: Hey everyone, Todd Casey here, sitting down with Keith and Kyle at New Wave Art. Guys, how are you? Hey, how are you doing, Todd? This I'm is good. Kyle,
2: and this is Keith.
1: Uh, why don't we start with uh, just a quick overview of uh, New Wave Art? Uh, you know, when did you guys start? You've come a long way, obviously, since we met about ten years ago. So,
3: sure, sure, yeah. So, uh, so we we started we started this journey about. Actually, probably about 12 years ago, um, and then we New, New Wave has been in business about 10 years, so it took us about two years to put everything, put all of our ducks in a row. Um, and yeah, we, we originally started by uh, producing uh, artist palettes, uh, which, which we still make today. Uh, that, that was our first product, um, and it basically stemmed from uh, uh, our, our father, who's been painting for 30-plus for years. Uh, he, uh, he, he, start, he had a, uh, a graveyard of, art, of artist palettes and uh, wanted to create an ergonomic uh, artist palette that was comfortable to hold um, with a three-point design. So it distributes your weight among your hand, your arm, and your torso. Uh, he used to work for Boeing way back when, sharpening helicopter blades by hand. So his, uh, his thumbs are shot. So as he held a, a, a traditional handheld palette, um, his thumbs would swell on him, so so we wanted to p- create a uh, ergonomic uh, pallet that wouldn't wouldn't hurt his thumbs. Uh, so long story short, uh, uh, my brother and and I and and uh, our dad, we we, we created this uh, three point design, and uh, that was our first product line: handheld wood pallets. And from there, uh, ten years of uh, of building. And, uh, it's been, been quite a, a roller coaster ride. Uh, we
1: met, I think what, like 10 years ago, was it at the Port Society of Connecticut, I think. And you guys were, uh, I think just starting out for like a couple of years. I got one of your pallets. They're awesome. They're super durable. They last forever. I still have it. Um, you know, since then though, you, you've rolled out a bunch of products. So like product development, how are, how are you guys coming up with the new stuff? Cause you're, you're, products are almost so good that they last like forever.
2: Yeah, so we uh it was kind of it's been a process trying to figure all that out. We we initially started with the handheld palettes like Kyle was mentioning and like you just mentioned. And from there we we made, just made a a slew of different artist palettes wrapped around this 3 point design with a few different shapes and sizes. And uh we initially just just started saying, "Hey, what type of different materials can we make these palettes out of?" and Some were were for the traditional artists that would work in oil. Then we started making some products that were for more of a student or hobbyist that might want uh, disposable paper palettes. Uh, We actually had the first uh, ergonomic handheld paper palette, which is a pretty cool product. Um, And we also came out with a peelable acrylic palette that used that three-point design. So initially, it was just really identifying what was... What those holes were, excuse me, what those holes were in the market and uh, trying to figure out the substrate that would make sense. And in those early days, we would come up with an idea and say, okay, well, how do we, how do we, where do we get paper? What type of paper do you use? What has to be on that paper? Um, How do we, then once we came up with the idea, how do you manufacture it? And a lot of companies, they outsource, and you hear that all the time, especially today, people outsourcing overseas. And what we learned in those early days was we have so much more control over the quality of the product as well as the price of the product when we make it in-house. So a lot of people thought we were crazy when we first got started. We we thought we would just, we did think we could outsource things and uh, get the same quality product that we, that we envisioned. And we found out that that wasn't the case. And uh, so we started manufacturing things in-house And since that day with those early products of pallets and then adding glass pallets and Yugo, we've been making everything in house, but the, the product design process has evolved. Um, typically you can jump in Kyle, but typically we will sit down at 6. AM when we first come up with an idea and we'll just go back and forth on that idea for three or four hours until our brains are about to explode and, uh, get something on paper.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It it starts by, uh, getting, getting something on paper. Um, and then from there, it's usually another, depending on the product, it could be anywhere from a year to two year process. Um, because as Keith mentioned, keep, keep in mind that it's not just the idea it's the idea is the easy part. Uh, the, the tough part is how is something made with what materials is it made with? um, What's what's the process of of making it? Um, How do you
2: manufacture it? Yeah, can yeah. it be manufactured? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the price point? Because you don't want things to be super expensive. That's one of our one of our MOs, especially with Hugo Plain Air. We wanted to provide an awesome Pashad box that was affordable to everybody. And um, it's really easy to make something high price, but it's really difficult to make something that is in line with most budgets. So like the
1: logistics of that, like you, you come up with an idea, you know, you have this idea for, let's see the, you go, uh, plain air, uh, box, right. You you're up at six o'clock. You guys are obviously got a lot of coffee. Uh, are you, are you drawing it out? Are you like, you know, building things together? Like how, how
3: is it like finding, finding what it is you need or. So, so. Basically, yeah, it's um, <laughs> whatever works. So, so the uh, way way back when, in, in starting with the handheld wood pallets, I mean that that started off with cardboard cutouts. Mm. Um, I, I clearly remember uh, leaving Keith's house uh, after having a cardboard cutout that was really comfortable that we liked. This was, yeah, going back 12 years, years ago, I remember walking through the parking lot and Keith and I looking at each other like we were nuts and being <laughs> like, I, th- I think, I think people will like this. I hope they like it. <laughs> so, um, and then, yeah, with, uh, with, with our, our, our stuff today, uh, the new stuff that we're coming out with, um, the Hugo Plan Air, Pashad uh, boxes in particular, that's, that's a really intense uh, design. Uh, a lot of the Hugo uh, Plain Air products are, are intensely designed, um, so it has it has uh, gravitated uh, to to uh, programs and different things that are a little bit more uh, um, uh, technical. technical. Technical, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: more technical than cardboard.
3: You got back. me. <laughs> so more technical than cardboard cutouts, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it, it most part it's still the same that it yeah. always used to be.
1: So after that, do you like, you make prototypes in wood and then you like, do you like give them like, cause you guys don't paint all that much yet, right? You're about to maybe we're supposed do a to go. Bit, yeah.
2: yeah, we're supposed to go plan our painting in a couple weeks.
1: So do you do like a prototype or two and then give it to someone? Like I know your dad was probably like the original uh, person to try out the, the palettes. Like what do you do with like the Yugo when you make it?
2: Yeah, so we uh, will typically come up with an idea And if it's possible to make a prototype, we will make a prototype and we'll talk to different artists we know and just try to get some feedback on what they like and what they don't like about that really, um, like real it's, it's like at that stage, it's a really generic design, but it's, it's at a level where people can give us feedback and then we start tweaking. But yeah, that's, that's actually the fun part because you start to take these ideas and they turn into something tangible. Like flesh them out. You got it. Yeah. Building it. it. Seeing if it works. It's really cool. Like engineer them. Yep. Yep. And like, there's a product we're working on right now. I can't say what it is. It'll be out in a couple of months, but from a, just from a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like from a, from a standpoint of just making sure measurements were correct. It was one of the most difficult projects we've ever worked on because everything there was, you could, you couldn't be off by more than like, uh, one thou, which is or wow. like ten thou, which is like what tenth of it's an inch small. or something. I don't wow, know, something like that. But A caliper was, is our best yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's fun. Like that's the creative process for us. I I went to art school back in the day, um, but I don't do too much drawing anymore just because I don't have time for it. So um the product development really fills that fills that void, and I love doing it. Mm, that's awesome.
0: Building your artist website can be a hassle, but with Faso, they make it easy to get online, sell more of your work, and promote your art. Right now, for our Bold Brush podcast listeners, you can get over 50% off your first year on Faso with our special link. Simply visit faso.com forward slash podcast. Faso is a leading provider of fun art websites. They have online marketing tips that you get every week, as well as online workshops and other tips and tricks to help you sell your work. So remember, use our link. FASO.com forward slash podcast to get over 50% off right now. That's F A S O.com forward slash podcast.
1: So you talked about like once you build the product, you give it to a couple of people, right? Or one or two artists to kind of try it out. Is that like where your influencer, like do you work with
3: influencers or uh yeah. So we uh we work with we work with artists all throughout the world. Um if it if it wasn't if it wasn't for the help from the artist, uh, we, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, we, we have, we, we have help from a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of good, good people out there. Um, there's, there's artists that we've
2: known for all 10 years and we still talk, well, you're one of them. We yeah. Met, we met nine or 10 years ago. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, I'm, I think it's awesome that you guys have like come so
1: far too. Cause I just remember like you guys were just selling pallets at the time and I was, I was nothing and not like I'm anything now, but <laughs> we've, we've just like 10 years later, we've kind of, um, both gotten somewhere with our businesses. So yeah, no, awesome it, to see.
2: it is awesome to see. And, uh, and to Kyle's point, yeah, there's people that we met at, I mean, good example, like, uh, goes Ryan Brown and, uh, uh, a few other, a few other people actually that we met. At Casey, show, Childs. Casey Childs that we yeah. met at a show in uh, San Diego like a year in
3: yeah and Kyle yeah.
2: and I we barely had we barely had enough money so back then we did we we didn't fly anywhere
3: I think that was one of the first times we we've we've driven through we've driven to every corner of the country yeah
2: <laughs> but I think that was one of the few times that we flew just because driving to California was too mind boggling yeah but we got this like this dirty roach infested motel because we couldn't afford (laughs) anything else and everyone else was staying at the resort but uh we had a great time we met some really cool people and we still talk to those people today and work with them back and forth all the time
3: a lot a lot of the uh a lot of the artists who met us way back then they they'll never forget who we are because we're the crazy guys traveling (laughs) all around the country trying to sell artist palettes. yeah um And, uh, yeah, we, we, we've come a long way since, uh, sleeping in our car and camping out everywhere. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, camping's
2: we, a lot cheaper than hotels. Yeah, it's true.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then sleeping <laughs> in your car is cheaper than that camping because you have to pay yeah. for a campsite. This so. is true. But, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, we've, uh, we've come a long ways and, uh, we're, we're definitely humbled by where we, uh, where we came from. Nothing, nothing was handed to us.
1: That's awesome, man. So happy you guys have made it so far with the business. Uh in terms of like, you know, the business side of it, is there any like, you know, business tips you'd be willing to kind of share with anyone the audience?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um I guess I guess kind I've been talking about this a bunch because most businesses most businesses or business owners, whether you're an artist or you run a a company like New Wave or anyone else that in our industry, Um, We all deal with the same problems and same quandaries that we're thinking about. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, you have a product and you want to, you want to sell it. So knowing your market and really, really ensuring that you're uh, filling a void or fixing a problem. Um, I think that's a big question we always ask. Like, are we, are we providing value? Through these products, and if we can't answer that question, or we can't answer with a yes, I think we have to second guess the product, or change the product. Um, so I guess with art, if I had to, if I had to, kind of put it in the same category, I'd say, you know, what am I? What is this piece providing to the person that wants to purchase it? You know, is it nostalgic, or um, does it does it put them in a good place or a bad place that they that they don't want to forget? You know, I mean. There's there's all different reasons, um, and I think it's it's finding it's finding that. I guess there's no right or wrong answer for that one. All right. So is there anything else you
1: guys want to share, Are there like new products that are, that are coming out, or or anything?
3: Yeah. So uh, so so our Yugo Plane airline uh, is 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 our baby. Um, it's been out in the market for about five years now, um, and we absolutely love working. On that product line, it's uh, Keith and I. We do a lot of backcountry camping, uh, and it's 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 mimicked that that line of products. Yugo is basically mimicked off of uh, uh, a lot of backcountry uh, uh, backcountry gear that that we love buying. It's uh, uh, ultra lightweight, compact, uh, sturdy, well made products, and and that's that's what we've mimicked Yugo uh, off of. Um, so yeah, we've, we've, we're, we're, we've been working on a lot of new products, uh, in, within Yugo, um, can't, can't tell you exactly what they are right now. Uh, so, so definitely going to try to build some suspense, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, a lot of fun and, uh, it's, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to jump on Instagram and see where these Yugo Pashad boxes have, have been, Um, us and all of our coworkers, I mean, we, we all get jealous, uh, where, where these Peshawd boxes uh, have been. I mean, they, they They see more places than, yeah. Yeah, I see it's tagged
1: all over the place too on Instagram.
2: Yeah, but we've taken, we've taken some cool trips. We, um, so we're, we're in Philadelphia and, uh, we, we try to do photo shoots once every year, once every two years for you go. And it's been cool because we've never. I mean, we're still a small business and we've never had the opportunity to do something like that. You only, you see it with like companies like Patagonia and other big outdoor brands. So we're like, why don't we do something cool? We don't have to spend a whole bunch of money, but we can drive someplace with a few artists, make them camp out with us. We don't make them sleep in the back of the car, but we do go camping. And, uh, uh, we've been to, so our first trip was, uh, in the Catskills with, uh, um, we went with uh, Aaron Thompson and Kelly, Kelly Foss, and uh, we have a great buddy that we know that does the photography. And uh, then we went to New York well, that, City. that
3: that trip was fun because oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the hike up to uh, Mount Haystack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we thought it was going to be about a three mile hike, ended up turning into eight miles during the pouring rain. So oh, we man. yeah, but that was we, Kyle's logistics because <laughs> Kyle told Kyle told Kelly and Aaron that it was only going to be
2: two two and a half miles. And by three to four miles, they were like, "What? What are you talking about?" We we
3: had we had to get them to the top of the mountain. <laughs> that was our objective. That's
2: awesome. And then, <laughs> yeah, they almost they almost uh, ran away in the middle of the night because it was so bad. But uh, we the weather ended up clearing up, and uh, we got up to haystack, and um, I guess it was about four hours of sunshine with just enough clouds to really provide some really cool shots. Uh but that turned into a really great trip. And then we went up to New York City the year after that. And then we took a break because of COVID. And then this past year we uh we went with uh Mario Robinson and Mike Adams um up to Acadia National Park and that was that was an amazing trip as well. Yeah, so we get to see some cool things and that's one of the that was one of the catalysts to uh starting you go. Um we just we love the outdoors, so
1: sweet. Well, thanks for taking the time to uh, talk with me, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Yeah, Todd, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Todd. Take care, guys.